Welcome to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast. My name is Jason Michael Lindsay. And my name is Kitty Marie Truex. That's right. We knew it was Marie. My name is Jason Michael Lindsay, and I'm delighted that you chose to join us. Yes. Be here, listen, support. Thank you so much. You know, Kitty, I really want our listeners to not be annoyed by me, you know, always reminding them that they can email us at and how would they do that? Podcast at powerblock.com. And why would they do that? Because they'd love to let us know what kind of questions or what kind of topics do you want to hear about or tell Jason how much he is awesome. What if <laughs> that'll <laughs> never happen? But you can you can email stuff like that and say, Rand, I don't know how that Truex gal puts up with that Lindsay. <laughs> so what if somebody was out there going, you know what? I'd like to tell these guys a really, really good story about myself, I, you know, related to a transformation. doesn't even have to be major. In fact, minor's super cool, right? Yeah. Any kind of transformation. Whether I gained muscle, gained strength, lost weight, lost body fat. D, all had, of the above. We had a guy that lost 100 pounds, and he attributes them to, his, quote, his precious power blocks. Yes. And he's not being corny. He's being, you know, means Legit, that. real. So what, what would somebody do then? My story at powerblock.com. M-Y-S-T-O-R-Y at powerblock.com. Powerblock.com. I love it. My story. Because we want to hear your who story. Who came up with that idea? I don't know. Probably the director of marketing. <laughs> Who's that clown? That marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a podcast. <laughs> it is a podcast. You know, we have a great guest today. We, we do have a great guest, and I don't know what to call him. John Pierre or JP or... You know, John Pierre is obviously his name, but does does he ask by for JP? We're going to call him been... JP. I, okay. We'll see. But... Why are why are you really why are you excited if you are excited? I've been do looking. Tell. Well, it, it's actually kind of difficult to find things on this this gentleman for social media stuff like that. But what he is doing is going to change the world, or he's he's really working on building, changing the Can world. Can I? You know, well, so that's. It's, I wouldn't call it a frustration because we'll get him on in a second, sure. and he might listen to this part of it. But don't you think that guy should be on social media? I understand social reluctance. media is detrimental to some people's psyche. Man. But I know, but he's got a message. He's got that's a. True. He's got a. You got to have a platform if you have a message, and that's the unfortunately that's the platform. But what did we do before social media? We still built platforms. Well, I mean, you might be an old school, old fashioned type of a, a gentleman. You though, I'll give you an answer. Okay. It, you you had a platform, but it only reached a small audience. Correct. Yes. Now you have the ability to reach it. And larger. with this message, you would think that he'd want to reach a, a mass amount of people. You're absolutely right. To help them lose mass. Oh, but um, where were you on that, Dan? You made where a, was it? I mean, you made a funny. <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. I know I'm excited to have him. So listeners, I think you're going to get a lot out of this guy. Let me let me ask you this, Truex. What do you think? If you're a listener, you you might have read the description, so you know where we're going with JP. But what if they didn't read the description? They're just like, I always listen to you guys. Which thank you, hugs, thank you high indeed. fives, good vibes, and we're helping change lives. Yes, we are. What would you uh, tell them? He what? has Stay he tuned. has a slogan that okay. is all about planet based nutrition about the we over me about working together and you know creating this education around how we can build our planet back but also build ourselves within that is he gonna be preachy i don't know john pierre preachy well i'm just saying i mean i i, I don't think he is i've talked i think to him. he's gonna be extremely educational but you understand why listeners. i asked that yeah. question i mean yeah, it's yeah. like okay i mean don't eat cows you know that kind of stuff global warming all of a sudden half the america turns up tunes out but anyway 
that's not what we're talking about. So don't tune out. Yeah, but it's, what's planet-based mean? Planet-based meaning plant-based eating. Uh, growing your or own. planet? Well, it's planet, okay. but it's helping the planet if you eat plant-based okay. nutrition. I, that's that's what I got the okay. gist All right. of it. All right. You ready? Let's take a short break. Rock and roll. You're listening to the Power Block Fitness Podcast, recorded live at Power Block Headquarters in Burnsville, Minnesota. We would like to take a brief moment to remind you that some, but not all, of our guests have been provided with Power Block product in exchange for honest and unbiased reviews. And now, let's get back to the podcast. And we're back, and we've got him on the line, Kitty. Guests we were so, we've been excited to talk to for a long time. Very. It's kind of a big deal. So I, I didn't know if he'd even answer the phone. I'm just kidding. JP, how you doing, man? Fantastic. Thank you. Hey, Welcome. Yeah, Thank man. You. We really appreciate your time today. We know our listeners are going to really love the things that you have to say. We've got some great questions lined up for you. But I always like to start off by asking our, you know, our, our guests, where are you standing at right now? What part of the country are you in? I am in Denver, Colorado. I'm actually at a psychology conference teaching. Wow. Love Denver. Impressive. Yeah, JP. And where did you grow up? Where are you from? Grew up in Chicago. Midwest boy. Midwest boy. I've heard of Chicago. Windy City. Right, where do you live now? Well, that's a good question. I tell people that I live 30,000 feet in the air because I'm usually on a plane traveling somewhere to teach. So, but right now I'm in Colorado. So, that's awesome. Beautiful and country. so, living live the dream, traveling beautiful, around, helping people, Colorado. you know, changing lives. We're good. Trying, doing the best I can. I just, I think we're all kind of spokes on a wheel. So, we're all contributing. I think that's the core of everything that I teach. I just ask people, just try to be kind. You know, like I'll be, I'm at a hotel now. When I'm at the hotel, I never get any service to the room. And when I'm done, I make sure I take the sheets off the bed. Mm. I take the pillowcases off. I clean the room. I put everything nice it. and tight. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And that's just something simple that I can do. That's just going to make that housekeeper's job just a little bit easier. And I hope when the housekeeper comes in, I'm always hoping that they think, wow, you know, it gives them like a little hope. Well, somebody did this intentionally for me to make my life easier. So just, just little things like that. If we could just do, it adds up. That JP, does that, does that go back to when you were a kid? Were you raised that way? Ooh. Yeah, I was raised that way. And I, you know, I, I just saw, you know, when I was a kid, I used to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the homeless and I'd get duffel bags and fill them with clothes. And it's just something that I was always, you know, I guess looking and seeing other people the way they lived. And I wasn't raised wealthy, but I knew that I had more than that person. And so it just, it's just something I've always done since I've been a kid. And mm. I've seen it impact. You know, I've had people write me that have written me seven years after I met them. And I get this, you know, you know, Facebook message saying that, hey, you know, I just wanted to let you know you changed my life and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, wow, that was seven years ago. I remember that person, but I didn't know I had that type of impact. And all I did was just extend myself a little bit. You know, that's all. It wasn't anything exceptional and anyone could do it. You know, it's just it's simple things. I don't think, you know, Mother Teresa said the smallest deed done mm. is far greater than the largest intention. Mm. And I think, yeah, it's just doing with what you have. Just do something. You know, you might not have a hundred dollars to give it to charity, but maybe you could buy a gift card for a homeless person or sure. give them some fruit. Anything adds up. You know, I've, I've spoken with a lot of recovering addicts who said that one of the best things they did to stay sober was was volunteer was to give back whether yeah, it was a food sense. shelf and they, right. they really couldn't put the reason maybe into words but i think it has a lot to do with well it's just the way they feel by doing that that they're giving back yeah. yes and that you have self-worth and all that stuff we so, over me 
right yeah I, I think yeah exactly power right. of we. we over me for sure and and you're right it does change your brain chemistry and it also helps you just see things from a different angle you know working in geriatrics a lot of people would be in pain and not to diminish that they're in pain but i also tried to give them a different angle and i said you know i realize you're in pain and all of us are in pain to a certain degree but imagine joe down the block i know your fingers hurt with arthritis but joe down the block lost his hand Mm. and it's like it gives you a different perspective yeah i guess you're right you know i still have my fingers they hurt but i can still move them so I think just giving people different perspectives, you know, is important. But we don't want to diminish anyone's suffering because, you know, when I work with clients, I often use the term micro trauma because when you work with a client, a lot of times and you ask them about trauma, they will never admit many people to having trauma because it sounds so severe. Mm-hmm. And when you say micro trauma, they're like, oh, OK, yeah, I, I've had some some had some hard times and things like that. But we don't want to diminish anyone's trauma at all, you know, where no matter what, it's physical or emotional. Right. JP, if you don't mind, whatever you're comfortable, I think our listeners would, I, you know, I, I think they'd enjoy some, I mean, I know you can't tell some stories, but like, let's talk about the famous people that, you, that you've worked with, like how you got working with celebrities and anything you can share well, about that. Yeah, there, you know, the thing is with celebrities is that, you know, my background's in geriatrics and that's where I, I really love working and I've worked with kids with Down syndrome and, you know, people with, you know, a lot with obesity and, and, and emotional issues. I think the the celebrity stuff just comes about from me being in a field, a couple different fields, the nutrition field, the fitness field, and then doing some emotional stuff. And your name just gets out there mm-hmm. and people know who you are because I've never advertised any, anywhere. And it's just word of mouth. And people saw the results that I got. And, you know, they just happen to know celebrities and they tell celebrities. And before you know it, I'm working with a celebrity. Now, the funny thing is I don't even – I don't really watch TV and I don't know that much about celebrities. So when I meet them, I don't even know sometimes who they are. You know, like I was, I was at once a a party and somebody gave me their card and it was a celebrity and I didn't know who it was. I don't even know why they had a business card if they're a celebrity, but (laughs) I don't, I don't even, I don't even know, you know, you know, some of these people, but you know, a lot of people have seen, if you look at johnpierre.com, you'll see me training Ellen and uh, you know, Ellen was great and Portia was great and I got to train them and I got to train their staff too. So that was a lot of fun. And you know, the thing is people don't realize about celebrities is that yeah, they may have a lot of money and fame, but with all that comes also problems. You know, mm-hmm. you have people taking photos every time you're putting your, you know, your pasta in your mouth at, at some restaurant and your mouth is open, you know, awkward things and people expect a lot of you. So it's not really easy being a celebrity and I don't really put any any special value in celebrities. They're just like you and I. But yeah, Ellen, Ellen was great to work with. I think, you know, if you've seen my website, you've seen some testimonials from different people like Joaquin Phoenix, a wonderful uh, person, Emily Deschanel from Bones, mm. Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hey. Uh, he's, he's pretty amazing, Flea. What an athlete he is. And uh, Nick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac. Great, great guys. And, you know, all, all these people are just wonderful people. And they're just, they're just normal people, you know. Like, I don't know anything about marketing, but when I start working with people, these people... And they talked about me online. It got out there. And then people said, hey, you got to put that on your website. I was like, yeah. I do. And they're like, yeah, it gives you credibility. And I was like, why would working with a celebrity give me credibility? That has nothing to it's do with It's the world we live in. But yeah. yeah, that's just the world we live mm-hmm. in. So I said, okay, if that's going to help me reach more people, then put it out there. So, yeah, but, you know, the, the people that I've worked with that have impressed, impressed me the most have been the people that have really had nothing and were down and out. But they worked. They mm. tried really, really hard to get themselves. And, and and sometimes, you know, I've worked with people 
that can't afford what I, the, me. And so I work with them for free. And it's so rewarding to me to see these people change their life. And one of the reasons I wrote a book and I have two books and I've done, you know, videos and all that stuff is because some people can't afford to see somebody one on one. So I was like, well, how can I give this to them basically cheap, you know, book? I don't know what it is, $15. And, you know, it, it, you just want to reach people. It's, it's never was about making money. It was always about trying to make the world a better place and help people. As a matter of fact, you know, most of my money goes to my charity and goes to other charities, too. And I just live very simply. So I don't really I don't even own a car. You know, so I basically live as, as simply as I can. And if I won the lotto tomorrow, there's really nothing other than an animal sanctuary that I would mm-hmm. want, you know, to purchase. So now you mentioned that you worked in geriatrics. Now, yeah, I still do, you, do, but yeah. Do you also work with younger children, teenagers? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I have a quite a bit of work. You know, I've created soccer camps and boot camps for kids and, you know, lectures. And I've worked with kids who, of course, who have Down syndrome. So kids who have had some disabilities. And those are some of my favorite people to work with because they're so wonderful. You know, I can remember one boy I was working with that every time I would take him for a walk and go work out with him at the park, I never thought of it. But I just was naturally doing is I was just picking up garbage you know, just put it in a bag and just pick it up. And I never said anything. And one day I was with him and he picked it up himself. And he said, John, he goes, why do people do this? Pollute our earth. You know, he mm-hmm. saw what I was doing and then he just mimicked it. Sure. And it's just, a, and it, yeah. And you, you wouldn't think a kid who has Down syndrome would be, would be attuned to that, but they are. And so kids are, are actually kids are who I really like working with because they're the future. So I've done a lot of work with kids, everybody pretty much in between, you know, regular adult, you know, prof- you know, athletes, world world champions. And yeah, and then just anybody. I don't really I don't really have a, a, an age group that I work sure. with, whoever comes to me. I like working with elderly people that have some mobility issues. Maybe they've had a, you know, a compromised, you know, injury that has compromised their mobility. And I love trying to get them back going, which is, that's rewarding because when somebody can walk again and they're able to, you know, ambulate and that makes a big difference in their life. You mentioned that our kids are the future. I kind of want to ask, do you have any trends that you've noticed in our generations? I I noticed a term called diabesity on your website. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is there a trend that you'd like to bring up? Well, yeah, that's a great question. You know, I've had kids come in my office, and I'm not exaggerating, 12 years old, 270 pounds. And it's like this child had diabetes. Mm -hmm. So he was obese. He had diabetes. You know for sure he had heart uh, disease because we're seeing children who have been killed in automobile accidents at the age of three. When they autopsy them, they see plaque already developing in their arteries at three. So by the time they're 12, they have med blockages already in there. And so what we're seeing is that more and more people or children are being raised with processed foods Mm -hmm. and they don't even know what fresh food is anymore. So one of the trends that we're seeing is is just these kids living in in, in, out of packages. Everything is packaged and boxed and they have no activity anymore. They're sitting in front of uh, their computers and playing games all day long. So, yeah, it's definitely it's very scary. And then you see all these kids that are on drugs. I have tons of clients that I work with that they're super young and they're on all sorts of uh, psychiatric meds Wow! at, at a really young age. And it, it's, it's very sad because those children that have emotional issues are most likely going to trauma bond with somebody else that isn't necessarily balanced. And before you know it, those two people are going to get together and have a child and that child's going to have their own generational trauma and genetic issues. Man. And then they're going to raise that child with, you know, because they're not balanced. Right. So it's definitely it's definitely problematic for the for the future, I think, of the world. What are some things you can do to help that 12 year old who weighs 270? 
well, it was interesting. One of the things that I did, he had a lot of self-esteem issues. Mm. And so immediately I, his parents came in and, and actually when they were walking in toward the office, I thought it was three adults. That's how big he was. And he, he went, he sat on the couch Dang. with his parents and he wouldn't even look up. He looked down the whole time. So I said to the parents, I said, can we go out in the hallway and we start doing some physical activity and, you know, using like a, you know, if you throw him a ball, he can't help but to react to it. Mm-hmm. And so when you do things like that, that kind of gets him a little bit up and he's moving and he has fun and he's smiling and you're trying to anchor fun to movement. You don't want the child to fail. So you're not going to throw him a fastball and watch him whiff, right? You're going to mm-hmm. use something gentle like a little ball or a Nerf ball or something gentle and let him catch it and feel a sense of accomplishment and just getting moving. But I start with movement with the kids and making it fun and make games out of it. And then I just ask the parents if they can include the children in making some of the meals. And I usually start out with smoothies. And so I ask the parents if they would be okay with us making a smoothie, you know, the family making a smoothie, but I'd like the child to cut up some of the fruit. I would like the child to add some shredded coconut or some dates to it. I want them to be part of it. And when they do that, they're more inclined to want to eat that smoothie. And so that's kind of how I start with them. And then I just ask them, look, I'm not going to take away any of your food, but all I want to do is just add a few things in. And so you're not taking away the child's toy. You're just giving them something else. And so the more good that I can add into their life, eventually the, the more bad, they'll, the, the less of the bad they'll tolerate. They like the good, but you have to kind of sneak it in and you have to make it fun. Mm-hmm. Smart. Now, I'm, I'm actually, I'm here, what I'm hearing about your training and your lifestyle reboots with doesn't matter what age or ability is that you're not just looking at their diet. Uh, you're looking at their sleep and their relationships and their movement. And then, of course, they're volunteering and kind of how happy yeah. how happy they are as a whole, like a whole person. Right. I don't and, know if I've know, ever heard a trainer do that. Well, yeah, I never really classify myself as a trainer per se, but sleep is something that's so important. You know, it's something that we have an epidemic of sleep problems today. And there's lots of reasons for it. But one people one thing people don't realize is that when you sleep, people think everything's shut off. It's on the contrary. When you're sleeping, there's certain parts of the system that are just getting turned on. Mm. You know, first of all, after you're working out hard and exercising, your body has to repair and recover. Yes. And so if you're not sleeping well, your body can't repair and recover and hormones, you know, growth hormones uh, aren't, aren't going to be. Uh, secrete it. And there's something called the glymphatic system, which is like the lymphatic system, but it's in the brain. And that's when basically when you're asleep, that glymphatic system allows the cerebral spinal fluid to kind of cleanse in between the brain and cleanse out what they call beta amyloid plaque, which is one of the things that they're theorizing uh, contributes to dementia. And so that's why it's so important to get proper, very restful sleep. So I I definitely focus a lot on sleep rituals for people and constantly hounding them about getting sleep constantly. And they usually always thank me once they finally get to sleep. But part of that also is part of our diet. And it's also part of this go, go, go mentality that we have that only losers sleep, Mm -hmm. you know, and the business executives are up before everyone else. You know, there's a big trend to get up at 430, get all this stuff done. And that's fine if you're going to bed at eight o'clock at night. But if you're going to bed at midnight, you're getting up at 430. It's, you know, that that's not going to last. It's kind of like being, you know, in the military. That's fine in the military for a few years when you're young. But as you get older, that's not really sustainable. Exactly. So what are some, some things you, you can do with a client who is not sleeping properly? You're not getting enough sleep. Like what do you, mm. other than tell them how important it is? I mean, that, that's only going right. to get so far. 
Well, that, yeah, but that's the key thing when you start talking about, like we talked about premature aging. If I'm working with a model or a celebrity and you start talking about premature aging and sleeping, one of the main contributors, that gets their intention. Oh, yes, it does. And that gets them motivated. So that is the first step. And then okay. after that, I, I like them to start some sleep rituals. And one of the one of the things that's, I think, very important is that before you go to bed, Write down some of the things you accomplished for the day. Do some bullet points. I did this and this and this. Hey, I'm really proud of that. And then write some things down that you have to do tomorrow. And the reason why you're writing them down, and don't type it, write it, is because you're trying to get that out of your system. You don't want it bouncing around in your brain, those thoughts. By writing it out and transferring it to paper, there's a release that takes place. And so releasing that out of your system is one of the first things we want to do. And then you want to develop somewhat of a ritual where, you know, the lights start coming down, you know, start dimming the lights because you want it to be fairly dark about an hour before you go to bed. Because when your brain sees artificial light, it doesn't know it's artificial. And so it's not able to start secreting melatonin, which is really known as kind of the sleep hormone. Mm -hmm. And it's not able to set you to relax. So that's why when you see artificial light, it's 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 so bright that your body still thinks it's daytime. So it doesn't put you in that relaxing mode. And then I like clients to use a lot of different essential oils. I think lavender or bergamot or chamomile are really good in relaxing essential oils that help. And then also... Yeah. And then also maybe using like a magnesium oil that you can massage on your feet and or your calves because magnesium deficiencies, you know, that's probably eight or nine out of 10 Americans have magnesium deficiencies and magnesium controls over 300 different 350 different functions in the body. And so they, it, it, it helps to relax the muscles. And so magnesium would be something I, I have a lot of times clients rub onto their feet or their calves and we can get magnesium in our diet predominantly from green leafy vegetables and nuts and seeds those are good sources and so the other thing that i have them do is i'll ask them to have some sort of you know breathing ritual or a meditation ritual or some sort of little ritual they could do for a couple minutes before they go to bed just to signify hey the day is done i'm setting myself now to relax and then have a restful sleep so those are a few of few of the things that I do with my clients. There's lots more, but I love that you keep mentioning the word rituals. I think that's really different. It's not necessarily a word that we hear often, but it seems like your rituals are almost intentional actions for these people to connect more into their spiritual self. Would you say that would be a Sure. I mean, I do I do my own retreats that I teach just classes on rituals, a morning ritual, an afternoon ritual, a bedtime ritual. It's important. I think one of the most important rituals that anyone could do in the morning is as soon as you wake up, make your bed yes. because you you got a check mark. As soon as you wake up, if you make your bed, you got a check mark. And now we got the ball rolling. And instead of most people wake up and they check their email or they check the news and all of a sudden now it knocked you down two notches. So now it's like pushing a boulder up a hill. You don't have any momentum. You don't get any checks. Now you're down and depressed. So it's important to develop that momentum as soon as you wake up. And these rituals are, are, are a key component. So you, yeah, you're right. They, they are very important and they help tap into your spirit because it's also a form of self-love because most all the rituals we're doing are, are self-care. Yes, thank you. JP, that's awesome. Hey, we've got a couple more questions, or at least one more, and we're running a little bit tight on time. We, but <laughs> the question I have for you right now is, where do you feel the Earth needs the most help, and how can we support you in that movement? Oh, that's that's a, what a great question. Wow, there's so many different things we need to do. But I think one of the things is that we have to take a look at our consumption. 
we're just consumption machines. And every time that you consume things and you buy things, those th- those products that you're buying have to be manufactured. And that manufacturing process used resources, and it uses resources to transport it to you. And then you have to get it. And when you're mm-hmm. done using it, you dump it. And the most important thing to remember is write this down and get a tattoo if you have to. When you throw something away, where is a way? There is no way. There is no way. No, and so it's going somewhere, and that's going back into the earth, ultimately polluting it. So I'd say for most people, the best thing that you could do to start out would be to, to really try hard to avoid plastic. Definitely don't use plastic water bottles and avoid plastic at all costs, not only for yourself, because those microplastics cause endocrine uh, disturbances in your body. Mm -hmm. So they can they cause severe problems inside you hormonally. But that plastic is not being recycled. Asia is not taking our recyclables anymore. So we're, we're oftentimes just dumping them back into dumpsters or we're paying really, really, really poor countries to take that plastic and they just dump it into their their land or they put it in the water. Wow. So I'd say plastic would be the probably if you could if you could do one thing, it'd be really work on avoiding plastic. Get yourself a, a water filter on, on my site. I have a company called Clearly Filtered and they make a great water bottle. I'm traveling right now. So I have my pitcher with me, make a pitcher. And so I use that to, when I'm um, traveling and then a water. They have a water bottle with a filter and then I don't have to have any plastic at all. That's awesome. JP, you know, we a uh, couple of things here. We'd like to have you on again. We like to keep our po- our podcast kind of short, and I know you're pressed for time as well. But you're probably one of my favorite guests, if not my, if not my favorite guest. We can I have you on so every time. Much I want to talk yeah, to yeah. you about. So, JP. but so I just can I put you on the spot? Could you, would you come on again in a couple months, three months, for twenty minutes? Is that something we sure. can get you to do? Glad to. And then, do you have anything more? Yeah, we, I actually just this? wanted to. Where do you see living with harmony in the next few years, in the next decade, and and how oh, can we boy, support you, you in that? Thank you. We are trying so hard to get a sanctuary and a retreat center. So we're trying to get donations and or somebody to donate a property to us. You know, we're in Colorado, so we'd love if somebody had some land or a property or if they wanted to make a donation. So we can run retreats and still continue rescuing animals and helping with these poor kids who are being trafficked. So that's so important. So any support, you know, if you if you follow us on Instagram, that'd be helpful too. This doesn't cost you anything, but just follow us. And, and the more that you're educated, the more that you're going to make better choices in life and make the world a better place and is that at living with harmony on uh, Instagram? Right. yeah okay. at li- mm-hmm. and Got we're it. in boulder in case there's two boulder colorado beautiful thank wow. you that's awesome hey jp thanks for your time man thank you sure. so much thank you for what you're for your doing expertise Get, getting good well we i appreciate that you're getting great information out to people yeah awesome you have a great message we'll, thank you for sharing it we'll talk to you soon all right yes so, hey appreciate your time we'll stay in touch Okay, thank you, JP. You guys are doing. Have a beautiful day. Thank you as well. I could talk to that guy for hours, Jason. I absolutely loved his vibration. John Pierre, JP. Yes, he's a uh, he's a he's a world changer, at least trying to be. And there's not. It's always interesting and and inspiring talking to people that are in that that have that attitude and that that mindset. Well, and that also are doing the things that he's doing. I mean, nonprofits, animal sanctuaries. I really actually enjoyed his term, diabesity. Oh, yeah, diabetes. I think that that should be a term that is coined and used a lot. No, oh, wow. So, diabetes, yes. And, you know, he, he's a, uh, I don't know, I just, it would be, I understand why he doesn't do this. So, I'm not criticizing him, but I wish he had a, a social media, you know, embrace social media. But I think he's of that, you know, it's just too much for, I don't know. I mean, everybody. And it got, is, it can be too much. I mean, yeah. it's a suck. 
Uh, and if you're living with yeah. the vibes and the frequency that he's living and on. he doesn't need to. He's just kind of a, you know, I'm not saying he's a day, I don't know if he's a day by day guy, but he just, it just doesn't really matter to him. Like, doesn't to seem ma- like he doesn't need, social is he's one of these guys, deal. he's one of these guys that when he says he doesn't, he's not trying to make money, he actually means it. Like he doesn't, it's not, that's not his motivation. Yes. Is to get. His motivation is to save the planet, but yeah. he makes money while doing it. Yeah. Save planet, save people. Heck of a dude. I really enjoy him. I really want to get him back on, Jason, because I'll talk to him about rituals and intentional actions all day long. So I think we will get him back on because we're running out of gas. I'm kidding. No, we're not. <laughs> 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 we, we actually are not running out of gas. And if you do want to be a guest, uh, to be considered for a guest, I should say, email podcast at powerblock.com. That is right. And, we would love to talk to you. And, you know, and, and so if you're wondering, gosh, you know, what, who, what is your criteria? You don't have to be John JP, right? You, you don't have to be John Pierre. You don't have to be Alyssa Whiteglows in a rock star. Uh, what do you have to be? What is the criteria, Kitty, if you were going to sum it up? If I were to sum up the criteria, definitely someone who is interested in fitness has an expertise and something to share about fitness uh, and wealth of health, all of that jazz, uh, along with... You know, as Jason just mentioned, maybe a social media following. Yeah. Well, that that's a selfish thing for us uh, because it does help us promote the podcast. Well, that's, and it helps us promote the people yeah. who are on so the podcast. So I guess a, a, another way of saying it is if you are in the fitness space and you've got 500,000 Instagram followers, yeah, you don't need to send a whole lot more than I want to be on the podcast. We'll let you on. Uh, I'm kind of kidding, but not really. You're not but, kidding. But no, but 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 that being said, it's, you know, it, it what we like is, is guests that can offer, you know, some, some things that the, the listeners can go, bo- I mean, again, you're not going to be on a podcast, have a trainer or a coach on a podcast and have the listener go, oh boy, now I know how, what I need to do. It's not quite that what we're looking for, but I, we're, we'll talk about you and we'll promote you, but we do like the whole. Yeah. If you have like an online, online program or if you be, be expect, offer something. Be expected to offer advice like, hey, if I can tell beginners or if I can tell somebody struggling with weight loss one thing or two things, it's this. That's the stuff we like. So our listeners go, man, I'll try that. Bingo. I hadn't thought of that. You know, um, it's not, it's not, you know, just if you're going to offer advice that they need to. We're looking for nuggets of awesomeness. Yeah. If they need to exercise barefoot, which is not bad advice, but maybe something more than that. Shout out Jamie Laffler. Shout out. That's not, a, that's not a rip no, on it's Laffler. Not. No, I thought so that was a good idea. Jamie, don't I've take done that. it now. If you're listening, Jamie, don't take that. Because yes, it, it, you have. Oh yeah, I've yeah. tried it barefoot now. I've, I have too. After Jamie Laffler, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, no, that's, she, gave a, she gave a lot of She was fantastic. Stuff. I liked her too. Well, hey, thanks for having me, Kitty. Thanks, Jason. I'll see you next week, eh? I'll be here. Yeah. <laughs>